welcome to Trashy Trashy, where we take a dumpster dive on this week's garbage people and a look at all the trashy news stories. My name is Erica, and I am your host. My name is Cassandra, and I'm your other host. What up, girl? Ooh, we. It's been a week. Man, has it been a week. Oh, yeah? I got a sinus infection. Bummer, Ooh. bro. Yeah. I go to this one urgent care, though, and it doesn't matter what. I could come in with, like, dengue fever or, like, Legionnaire's disease. And the doctor always says, like, oh, I see hundreds of these a day. <laughs> like, you do? <laughs> like, this rare disease <laughs> that people only get from the jungle or. <laughs> Wait, but what? Anything I come in with. Like, anytime thinks- I've. He goes, oh, I see a hundred of these a day. He makes it sound like it's so common. <laughs> like, well, oh, I mean, to have a sinus infection is it is. Do you have Legionnaires disease? I don't have Legionnaires disease, but Legionnaire's like any anytime I've come in with anything, he's been like, "Oh, I see a hundred of these a day," and I'm like, "Do you? This feels like a unique situation." <laughs> I mean, do you need to feel special at your doctor's? I mean, a little. yes okay maybe that's what it is i just i want it to feel like this is happening to you let's fix it rather than like oh you're just like everybody else you're just like everybody else aren't you yeah um maybe that says a lot about me well that's okay i mean that's what we're here for (laughs) that's true to talk about ourselves (laughs) it's fair yeah oh man something traumatic has just happened to me what happened you know, I make a lot of homemade gifts. I'm making a lot of homemade gifts this year because, like, of the wedding and stuff. Like, I want to save money. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like very, you know, I know how to knit and crochet and stuff. So it's very cost effective to just buy yarn on sale at Michael's or something mm-hmm. like that and make a gift. And so I'm making a scarf right now. Uh, shout out Ashley Reardon this shit's for you girl and a couple of my loops have fallen off of my knitting needle and I'm having a hard time getting it back on which like spoiler alert like my anxiety is so high that sometimes I have to like do something with my hands like knit while I record yeah I'm trying to like get it back on now and like for anyone who like any of my crafters in the audience like you know that like losing a couple stitches and it not being able to like go back on how you remember it to go back on like I mean this is fucking DEFCON 5 like I had (laughs) half a mind to just like say fuck it all and like ditch the project as a whole just now like in reaction to what is happening to me but I know that that's wrong. Uh, you know, like, so, I just yeah. feel like, I feel like I'm performing surgery right now. And it's like, it's really crazy. I hope I just, I hope I fixed it. Otherwise I'm going to fucking like, I'm going to record this podcast right now. And then I'm going to immediately have a fucking breakdown. Like <laughs> a crafting emergency. You, yeah. People will make you handmade gifts. Like, yeah, they're trying to save money, but also like, you know, my time is money. So you're getting yeah. something of value. Oh, okay. I think I got it. Why are you trash this week, babe? That was okay. really scary. Oh, I'm so, I'm so sorry you went through that. Like oh I, I can't be there God. for you physically, but like, just know emotionally I'm with you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I, uh, uh I didn't know if I was going to make it. I thought <laughs> I was going to have to like, be like, Hey, I know we agreed to record at this time, but I actually have to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So. I get laser hair removal on my legs, my whole legs, right? Oh, yeah. How is it? I want to do that. Oh, it's great. Great. I'll I'll send you a place. It's great. Okay. Yeah, please. I'll send you a wreck. Yeah. I hate shaving my legs. So fucking tedious. Oh, it's tedious. And then the hair. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. So I'm lasering it all off. And this is the first. I've done laser hair removal in the past, but I've always kind of like quit halfway through or like you know, like the deal isn't there anymore. Sure, sure, sure. But I bought like a Groupon. I've been doing it the whole way, been doing it correctly. And they have like better lasers now. They like, 
it used to be like uh, the zap of the heat and then a, zap, a cooling zap. But sometimes those were delayed by like half a second. And man, would Does you feel the heat? Oh, wow. Used to. But now it's just like simultaneous. And it just, I mean, you can do the whole leg in like three and a half, four minutes. Like it's amazing. Oh, that's that's good stuff. Yeah, they used to literally go like zap, zap, zap over every little fall. Like, oh, it was a mess. But now, okay, in, out. So I do front side, back side. So front side goes well. She like, you know, she portions out your legs. Like you're like a human doll. Like she's like draws like sections <laughs> so she can like make sure she gets everything. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, okay, go ahead and lay down and on your face. And I was like, yeah, okay. And again, I've done this five and a half times. This is, I'm, this is my last session. Wow. I lay face down and she goes to get me. And then she's like, can you turn a little like to your side? And in the turn, I farted mm-hmm. a little. Mm. This woman has a laser next to my bot, like my sensitives, my sensitive parts. And I fart basically in her face. <gasps> I was human. Did you say anything? neither of us said a goddamn word you can't because if you say something you're confirming you yeah. know like i know that maybe this is wrong and this is bad advice but we never we don't come to this podcast for advice you know like because if you don't say anything then maybe she can gaslight herself and be like oh that was just that like a was, something yeah. Else. yeah that didn't happen yeah wow so we both just sat there in the lie while she finished, you know, I mean, she had a laser. She could put it anywhere at me, you know, and I was luckily that's like my last session. And I'm sure. like, if yeah. I want additionals, I'll have to go somewhere else in case I get this laser technician again. Wow. It was totally. Can I ask you a personal question? Uh-huh. Do you get your coochie coochie? I've done that. Yeah. Yeah. Is it worth it? Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Like it changes texture and the frequency of need to shave and yes wow. yeah man done it all it. i've had a laser up in there between the cheeks oh yeah oh yeah full brazilian full brazilian laser i've never even gotten a brazilian wax i like i have to assume it's quite an intimate experience and it's that's not why i haven't done it it's been kind of a convenience and pain fear thing mm-hmm. but it is kind of just like, it's like getting a spray tan, you know, and you got to get a spray tan and then you're just like someone that you've met after like a minute is like, all right, get completely naked. Like, you know, yeah. like uh, some 19 year old tan Erica, you know, kind of person is <laughs> spray is just, between your cooch. <laughs> yeah. Like lift up your boobs, like bend over so I can get the crease where your butt cheeks meets your thighs and like, you know, they see naked people all the time. So it's like, it doesn't mean anything to them. But as the naked person, you're definitely like. Exposed. It feels weird. Yeah. It's vulnerable. Yeah. It's yeah. very vulnerable. This is not a medical doctor, but you want their service. So yeah. you got to do it. I've spoken to them and they're like, it's just fleshed me. Like, it, like I don't see any, like, I don't see parts, you know, like. Totally. them. The last, last time I got one, uh, rudely, I may say the room has a full length mirror, like right in front of where you would be standing. So not only are you like about to like have a person who you just met, see your naked body, but you also have to sit there and stare at it while you wait for them to come back in. (laughs) Yeah. So that was kind of a an eye-opening experience yeah yeah how how have you been trash so (laughs) i i think i'm a bridezilla oh no look i don't want to be and it's not in the way that you think it's not in the way that is typically depicted on tv of like this you know my way or the highway kind of person but as we have already spoken about with my anxiety um I just kind of like, I don't like lack of control. And so I, you know, I, I got all my vendors and everything done very fast, very quick. 
in this process. I was like, there will be no questions. And so we finally have started to work with our coordinator because we hired them to come on, you know, three months prior. And like, she was supposed to reach out to us three months prior to the day. Well, three months prior to the day was a Sunday. So I was like, well, I can't expect to hear from her on Sunday. Mm -hmm. However, I will put together an entire spreadsheet with all the information I think she needs to know, you know, without being asked. And so I did, (laughs) um, phone numbers, uh, details when, when my payments are due, how much I'm paying, like email, like everything. Yeah. So I send that off to her on Monday and I go, you know, Monday's probably her day off because weekends are probably busy for her. So I don't expect to hear back from her today, but definitely by Monday night, I was like, I don't expect to hear back from her today. And then I, so we finally got on the phone with her yesterday and I loved her. And she had like, she sent a schedule to us that was like literally down to the minute. And I was like fucking horny for it. I was so excited and stuff, but she kept saying like, Oh, I love how organized you are. And I just like, for some reason I know to read between the lines and you know, I just feel like I'm going too hard. I don't feel like she does love how organized I am. Like, I think that maybe she's just trying to say that to be like nice and maybe get me to back off a little bit. (laughs) Um, You know, I mean like with the hotel blocks, like those people hate me. I'm like, can we get on a call? Can we get on a call? Can we get on a call? Because like, I don't understand how your system works. I'm like, you know, I'm texting people like who I've invited being like, hey, I know that invites haven't gone out yet, but like you did get a save the date with information. So like, are you going to book a hotel or not? Like I'm, I'm getting kind of nuts. I even forced you to book a hotel right away, but I need you there because you're yeah. officiating. So I don't feel bad about that one. Anyways, I'm just, <laughs> I don't, I'm really looking forward to it because I need some peace in my life. And this is just, it's a little bit, I'm beyond my depth. This is too big of a party and it's bringing out, is bringing out some ugly parts of my personality. Uh, if you're into <laughs> horoscopes, it's very Aries vibes of me to be like, hey, I just sent you an invite to my party. Are you coming? I need you to <laughs> RCP now. Now. You know? <laughs> so it's uh uh, <laughs> it's been wedding central over here for the past few days. I mean, like yeah. I even texted my maids of honor and I'm like, here, the following are the nail colors that you guys can pick from anything you want though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Almond flat. Oh, you know, point yeah, anything, anything in these anything colors. You want, anything you want from these six colors. Um, send me that as well. Just since so, so I'm in line, please. You got yeah, it. Just, you got it. Yeah, Absolutely. Please. please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to cross me that day. <laughs> no, um, no. I, they ask on the little uh schedule that I was all crazy about that I was obsessed with. They say, like, she even has it down to like what drinks do you need after the yeah. ceremony? Like lovely in, in your, you know, like in your little private space. And I said, a stiff tequila soda with three limes. Carcass in like, or carcass out. In Oh, okay. oh no, I'm sorry. On the, on the side, I'll knock them in though. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 I'd, I'd put that just so she knows you knew, you mean business. I can't because I don't <laughs> want her to quit. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? She might be telling the truth. Maybe I am making her life easier. <laughs> oh God. Well, you know, who was, uh, who was definitely making her life harder on herself. I don't know if I agree with that statement, but okay. Well, our first story from APNews.com sent in by Adam Cantley. Woman drinking wine from Pringles can banned from Walmart. So, I mean, we're punishing people who are innovative now in this country. Is that what you call it? I wouldn't have thought to put wine in a Pringles can. You know, me neither. Me neither. You know, you're right. Maybe I'll try sneaking that into the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, I mean, what <laughs> what I see as a Pringles can, this woman saw as an opportunity, like a vessel, a vessel to get away with, you know, sneaking some wine. And I don't think that we should be punishing innovation like that. Like that feels very 1984, you know. <laughs> In Wichita Falls, Texas, police say a woman has been banned from a local Walmart. Not the entire franchise, just local. Okay, good, good to know. Okay, good. 
She's the bread and butter. Yeah, true. Walmart's okay. bread and butter is Pringle can Walmart or uh, <laughs> wine drinkers. So they can't just kick her out of all of them. So she spent several hours driving an electric shopping cart around the store's parking lot while drinking wine from a Pringles can. She wasn't even causing a disturbance in the store. No. She was just out there having a ball. But she was behind the wheel of a vehicle. Not a trick. Not a quick one, but. (laughs) Yeah, electric shopping cart. I guess so. If a horse is a vehicle, an electric shopping cart is a vehicle. This feels like a bucket list item kind of thing. Like, have we checked on her health? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Is this, is she near the end and is like, gotta do it? (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) But this was at 9 a.m. Okay. Was that 9 a.m.? Ugh. Well, that they they heard the suspicious person. Cassandra, go ahead. You know where I'm going. Uh, she's a time traveler what she had been writing this for three hours when the police were called uh-huh yeah she's probably been writing it for six days through continuums <laughs> and finally landed in the right universe yeah and it and those three hours between 9 a.m and 12 p.m had she not been there causing a disturbance we would have you know a a chimp for secretary of state that's you know what a hundred percent correct so again (laughs) to this woman i salute you she and and police arrested the woman but didn't release her name now she wasn't she wasn't arrested oh i read that wrong Okay, hello, she wasn't arrested and her name wasn't released? Is it perhaps because she, pop, disappeared to move on to her next job? Yeah, yeah. I'm in in agreement with you. You guys. (laughs) I mean, look, I never believed in something so much until we started working on this podcast, but I just couldn't, I can't possibly explain the behavior of some people that we share the planet with if they are not, you know, extra special, like yeah. a magical people. Maybe they're on a mission from God. Oh my God. Speaking of missions from God, from dreadcentral.com, a Christian version of saw is as ridiculous as it sounds. Now, I didn't check on this. When it was this article pu- published? Because I want to know how recent this version of Saw. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's 2000. Oh, the, the just came out this article, but the movie was from 2015. Okay. 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 So the Saw franchise is infamous for its intricate traps and creative ways of ripping apart human flesh. Yes. Would you like to play a game? Mm. Ooh, those words just give me a chill. Mm-hmm. It's also infamous for having a twisted sort of ethics behind it, with the killer Jigsaw playing a certain set of rules. Playing by a certain set of rules. Hmm. But what if you were asked to play a game for God's love? That's what the Christian film The Reconciler asks in a strange and ultra religious twist on the horror franchise. So, this is a 2015 film directed by Sean Justice. Oh, I'm sure that's his real name. And it's about a mysterious man who gathers people that are estranged or distant from each other to try to see if he can bring them back together before it's too late. Why? Mm. Why? You know, like, have we explained why? Well, there's a detective hot on the reconciler's trail to figure out who he is and a journalist investigating the darkness in the world. Per her editor's assignment. Of Ooh. course. Okay. Her her editor, the spunky journalist, has to find this person. I'm tired of writing about the society pages. Well, I got a hot tip for you, honey. I've been watching like older like movies. Like I just watched How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. And then there was one more that I watched recently, but like that plot line of it's insane. I'm sick of writing x y and z i want to write about politics you know is like that was like major like no one seemed to care around that era that everyone was using that exact same plot line and all using katherine hahn as yes. the best friend yeah no one cared 
no one cared that she was like, I mean, I don't care. Certainly even going back to watch it, I don't care, but it's kind of, it's just kind of crazy, you know? Oh, she's, she's great. She's a great, she's a utility player and I'm glad she's getting her star run. God, she's so hot too. Oh, she's amazing. She's amazing. So the film doesn't deliver the, uh, oodles of viscera, like the, str- like the sauce series, but it does have whispers of the franchise because people are captured and placed into an abandoned warehouse in the middle of the woods. Uh, they wake up with no memory on how they got there and they have to try to figure out a puzzle to escape. But, you know, like, unlike Saw, it's not a puzzle of how to get your head out of a, you know, bear trap in 30 minutes because you were like a dick who cheated on your taxes. This, you know, the puzzle is finding room in your heart for forgiveness. Wow. So former WWF wrestler, Roddy Piper, Roddy, Roddy Piper stars in the film and one of his last on-screen roles before he passed. And it also stars people. Tell me if these are fake names, Bill Ritchie, Jeremy Steele, Jordan Steele, Michelle Roberts, and Xander Steele. Wow, they got all the Steel Brothers. They got the Steel Brothers. <laughs> they're they're the uh, <laughs> the scars guards of Christian films. I'm sure that's wild. I mean, <laughs> maybe it's a father and his two sons, or the the, the brothers. Yeah, we don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. Just feels like a stretch, but you know, these Christian films are not. I don't think that they're financed by people who need very strong pitches. <laughs> so. <laughs> I think, you know, it's uh it's fine, I guess. Speaking of a strong pitch, this this uh Florida woman, uh, she definitely had a pitch that did not go her way. Going down to Florida, baby. Florida woman <laughs> from the guardian.com sent in by Tina Curry. Ooh, Tina Curry, what's up? Florida police chief on leave is now is now a Florida police chief is now on leave after flashing badge and golf cart traffic stop okay Hmm. so mary o'connor and her husband were stopped by an officer for driving a golf cart without a license plate i mean routine traffic stop you know Mm -hmm. you're gonna be on the road you gotta act like you're on the road so the police chief of tampa florida god's armpit hell's armpit (laughs) hell's armpit was placed on administrative leave after flashing her badge in an attempt to get out of a traffic stop the city's mayor said so okay so this woman mary o'connor and her husband got stopped by a pinellas county sheriff for this golf cart and um she asks if his body camera is on he says yes she says i'm the police chief in tampa shows her badge the officer's like oh what's up and then she's like all good i'm hoping you let us go And if you need anything, give me a call. So that's like the quick part. Or, I mean, that's what happened. Yeah. Now, what's happening now, forgive me if I'm wrong, but I was reading this, Erica, and I was getting kind of pissed. Like, I'm very pissed. Yeah. But I don't know if we're pissed for the same reasons. Okay. Why are you pissed? So she got caught doing this, right? And she's been put on leave. And she is like apologizing. And look, I don't like bad behavior from cops. Okay. Like it makes me mad, mm-hmm. but, or no, but, and I don't know. It just, I've never seen a male police chief go on an apology tour like this. And you know, there's still people who rightfully are like, this is not okay. Like she should be, she shouldn't be able to come back and hold her position, et cetera, et cetera. You know, but for some reason, I'm just trying to like, I'm putting it in the position of like, if she was a male share, like if she was a male in her position, you know, like the police chief, I don't know that she would have been suspended. I don't know that she would have had to go on the, like go and apologize this hard. I mean, she's apologizing. Like, she's like, I handled this matter so inappropriately in hindsight. 
And, uh, you know, she called the, that sheriff's office to like pay, like what was, what would the citation have been? I'll, I'll happily pay it. Like she's doing the most. And I just feel like if it was a man in her position, it's some PR person would have put out a statement and they would have never been suspend nothing would have happened i don't know if i'm Mm -hmm. wrong but like that's why i'm mad like i understand that there we should just be mad that cops are thinking they get away with the law or whatever but like i don't know i was just reading this and i was like this woman like i'm like rooting for a villain almost because they don't Mm -hmm. get to be as villainous as the normal villains get to be because they're a woman i don't know am i wrong i yeah i hear you i one time so there's a movie called above the law and uh, I'm trying to remember the exact plot, but um, it's a film. Uh, it's a 1988 film starring Steven Seagal, Sick. Pam Greer. Uh, anyway, so it's like a Chicago Vietnam vet works as a cop or a Chicago police as a Vietnam blah 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 blah. Anyway, I was one time in a <laughs> a debate. Like I wasn't in the debate. I was watching a political debate. And this guy gets up and starts quoting and talking about Above the Law, the movie, the Steven Seagal movie, (laughs) (laughs) talking about like, you know, county, like something like a county level position that like, there's no, who's making millions off of this and like local Oklahoma, you know, but he was like, above the law that's how people have been operating in this office so far and that's why you should vote for me because i won't be above but he he just basically like described the plot of the movie (laughs) (laughs) thinking he'd done something big i like it stands out to me to this day i don't know his name i'll never know i was probably like in elementary school when i watched this but i was like is he just quoting a movie like (laughs) it wasn't like some common movie that everyone knew it's like Steven Seagal flick okay what if he thought that that was a documentary because I don't know if you recall this but Steven Seagal do you remember he had a a reality show where he was a police officer in Louisiana what you oh my god wait hold on let me make sure I'm getting it right I think almost positive it was in Louisiana because he was like a resident there Steven hold on Steven (laughs) the path beyond Seagal cop show steven seagal lawman is what it was called it had three seasons and he yes he was uh, he worked as a fully commissioned deputy with the jefferson's parish sheriff's office in louisiana so it was like it was cops like it felt like the the show cops but actually (laughs) and this is how i remember i haven't watched the show since it like came out in 2009 um (laughs) but he was like it wasn't the way that cops kind of like glamorizes cops and like just really throws people around and really kind of like it looks bad very bad you watch steven seagal try to like reason with these you know people that he's supposed to be arresting and they're like excited because it's Steven Seagal and like <laughs> promising that they'll do better. And like, it kind of like works, but I'm sure if I rewatched it now, I'm like, oh, this is definitely glamorizing the police. But like at the time it kind of felt like, oh, well, look at him go. Like, this is, this is crazy. And Steven Seagal, who I hope is from Louisiana, if he's not, he is like <laughs> painting with a big old brush that accent he's like i mean he's like half russian michigan i mean he's from michigan but like he sounds russian sometimes like he just has all these accents oh my jaw's on the floor because in this show he's like now come on now shaw why you why you (laughs) do he's giving it the most he's like now why don't you just go settle down go in and give me some gumbo and i will forget all this so like he's giving the most Okay, oh so my God. The Wikipedia says, I've been working as an officer in Jefferson Parish for two decades under most people's radar, he says. But then it goes on to say, Seagal's current rank of reserve deputy chief is largely ceremonial. So according to Seagal, in the late 80s, Jefferson Parish longtime sheriff Harry Lee asked him to train some of his deputies in martial arts. And then he asked him to join as a reserve deputy. 
<laughs> it's cra- it was a crazy fucking show. It was crazy. It was on like A and E or something like have that. To, we have to do a recap of this. We have to watch this. I'm yeah. I would love to. I would. Okay. I would love to because. This is such a weird and specific memory. I couldn't tell you if I watched more than like two episodes, but like for some reason at some time in my life, this was on in rooms that I was in and I was like, I don't know. I was just captured by it. Cause I'm like, what? Oh, he just quit acting to be a cop in Louisiana. Okay. I don't know. It's, it's, it's wild. We definitely have to watch this. We have to watch this. Okay. Okay. Well, speaking of like, you know, painting it on thick, uh, we're going to do a Texas man story next. Like, Oh, Hey baby trash cans. Are you looking for a way to support trashy, trashy and add to your wardrobe? Well then look no further than the trashy, trashy merch store. Head to trashy, trashy podcast.threadless.com to see all our latest styles. Show the people at the gym who you really are by wearing our special time traveler t-shirt. Or how about cheering on the sidelines at your kid's next big game in a mama trash can ringer tee? I mean, Trashy Trashy isn't just a podcast. It's a lifestyle. Hey, we have that design. And Threadless even lets you put stuff on baby onesies, yoga mats, hoodies, and more. I mean, allegedly. Allegedly. (gasps) That's a design too. It's trashy trashy podcast.threadless.com. We love you. Love you. Back to Texas. We started yeah. in Texas. And we back. This feels like a Florida man story, but it is in fact in Texas. So yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, look, <laughs> Texas is a place of innovators, as we know from our woman in our first story. And this guy is no exception from reformaustin.org is a texas man who designed a suit to swim with alligators i mean that's science (laughs) okay (laughs) some people in texas as in all of south u.s are quite fans of alligators but gary sarges 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 gary sarges just took this alligator enthusiasm to another level. Sarges is the owner of Gator Country Adventure Park, a sanctuary that takes care of alligators abandoned or donated by other institutions such as zoos. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> uh, Gary Space works very close with Texas authorities and local universities, but Gary has another particular Terry. He designed an alligator suit that allows him to swim among the alligators in the sanctuary. Honey, I care about you too much. Did you say particulatary? Yeah. I mean, this, I don't know, particularity? Particularity? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. The article feels wrong. Gary has another hobby. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. It's the article, not me not being literate. No, of course not. That's why I wanted to come in and save you. Thank you so much. You threw me a life. You threw me a life raft when I was swimming with the gators there. I always will. I always will. (laughs) (laughs) In this video, we can see Gary putting on his suit and swimming. We'll post the video in their show notes as always. This article swimming with other alligators of the sanctuary. Gary says he has perfected the suit over years. And it seems like pretty realistic to the other alligators. I just want to describe the suit. It's basically, (laughs) you know, I can't think of, you know, like for a long time when like, it was like really like all the festival people like were buying like wolf hats, Mm. you know? Um, Yeah. Like the hoods, like the, where it was like a wolf and then it was long. Yeah. So it has that vibe of like, it's like a gator hat, (laughs) but then like you know, the, the tail of it goes the length of his body, but I mean, alligators must be fucking stupid because it's, he looks like a gator on top for sure, but like, it doesn't do anything to disguise his arms and his legs. He's just wearing black. Like, honestly, he looks like he's about to play the alligator in like a theater production. Yes, thank you. It is giving it there's not it's not like a protective hard shell suit in some way where if they try to bite you, it literally just looks like yeah, like like he just skinned a gator and then is laying underneath it. Like it's yeah, 
he yeah he looks like a tech person in a high school play and he got he, he's got to crawl across the stage in the gator suit like and it's i mean but it, it's apparently it's working which is so insane wild okay and so i interrupted you but you were gonna say that you can volunteer at this sanctuary um, and be, or be an intern. Uh-huh. Now I read that and I was like, cut to Netflix, the Gator King. Because yes. I, yes. Yeah. When I think of interns at any of these random ass places now, I think of either the Tiger King or I think of like the other criminal in that documentary, that weird guy who like Doc has- Antle. Yes, or with the, his uh, yeah. weird tiger like, wives. Women. Yeah, his tiger <sighs> wives and his like young girls that he has worked there for free in his little tiger cult. Like, <sighs> no, thank you. I'm not going to become an intern for the gator suit guy, Gary. I there's a photo of Doc Antle with Britney Spears. I think he like supplied an animal for a show one time. Sure. And I was like, sometimes I think about the alternative reality where. Britney just became like a tiger cult wife and I'm like would she have been happier I think about the alternative reality of you becoming a tiger cult wife I feel like you're the one who planted that seed in my head where you're like wrong place wrong time that would have been me I I often think about that I go what would my life have been like if I would have just met Doc Angel at like 22 Tan Erica Tan Erica oh my he'd have been all over me i'd have been the queen of the tiger wives i'd have been the top wife <sighs> i feel like the top wife disappears mysteriously oh 100 and then there's a new top wife top wife arise it's i mean it's a cycle of tiger cult wives yeah yeah um mm-mm, but mm-mm. when i <laughs> when i was in louisiana i went on a swamp boat gator tour oh my god i've done those too so fun so fun i highly recommend it so but our uh, you know we were cruising and we saw like wild boar and raccoons and all these gators and stuff like that but our guy was like really cool that drove our boat but there was a bunch of boats in this whole little you know marsh and stuff and uh, we were close to another boat and their guy was like you know we were told the whole time like you could throw marshmallows at him but like don't put your hand over a certain point like don't put your hand down you know all these rules well the other driver of this boat that we were like hanging out by he's talking to his people and he's like oh sometimes you just get up there and you slap them on the head and then they'll come they'll jump up for it he was slapping gators on the head putting his hand in the water to like get their attention for his boat but then i look at his hand three fingers yeah had two fingers bitten off by gators previously and he's like now don't do this at home slap 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 like slapping slapping the heads of alligators and putting his hand in the water and he's like i already done lost these but it's like holy shit man holy shit it was the wildest thing i'd ever seen i was like okay yeah you're there's a reason you're telling us not to do this yeah i mean so all i can say because we've talked about louisiana quite a bit even though no louisiana stories is go to louisiana trash cans go go check out new orleans one of these days and get on a swamp tour and i think louisiana is cool i mean it's trashy i love it's trashy you're gonna you know there's some sights to see but head on down head on head on down there Head on down, head on down to Louisiana now. Head on down now. Head on down to Louisiana now, Sean. Head on down now. But, oh my God, we were trying to go to Louisiana. We went too far. Now we're back in Florida. Back in Florida, man. A Florida bear now. Not even a Florida man or woman. We have a Florida bear. Ooh-wee. From UPI.com. Florida woman catches Florida bear eating (laughs) her avocados. I mean in this economy avocados are expensive i don't blame this bear <laughs> he's just like at at chipotle and they're like you know this costs extra and he's like <laughs> stupid that was very uh, stupid <laughs> i liked it i liked it so lynn of davenport said that the bear has been 
seen wandering the Thousand Oaks area for months. She spotted the bear showing interest in one of her trees one morning in the early hours. So he said he, she said that the bear initially appeared to be interested in her Christmas lights. Tis a Christmas miracle. The Christmas bear has come for the Christmas lights. Like the Coca-Cola bear. Like, like, maybe you know, not polar. Well, I mean, we're melting the ice caps. Maybe the polar bears are having to come down to Florida. Wow. Gosh, but global warming isn't real. So uh, (laughs) she soon realized that the bear wasn't interested in the lights, but was stealing avocados from her trees. So she has a video and in the pump in the uh, video, you can hear her go, no, he's eating our avocados. No, that's not a good idea. Pumpkin. Oh, you're going to take a nap now? Seriously? She's like disappointed in him like he's her husband. Like, oh, you're you're not going to clean the garage? You're going to take a nap? Really? We, just, we said Sunday was going to be chore day. Yeah. This bear apparently has been blamed for a lot of fruit disappearances from many trees. And the authorities were like, so? we can, What do you want us to do? You can arrest a bear. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. This is some Huck Finn bear shit. Like, I'm just stealing pies off window seals and stealing avocados from trees. Like, There's another guy uh, whose name is Chuck Robbins. That's a famous person, right? Chuck Robbins is like, he's like a... thinking of Chuck Berry? No. Jackie Robbins? Robbins. Christopher Robbins? No, who's the guy who, like, Chuck Robbins... Christopher well, Robbins, Robbins was apparently is the chief executive officer of WebEx, but there's no re- no way that that's why I thought about this person. Who's the guy who like is a motivational speaker? Something oh, Robbins. T- ja- uh, oh God, he haunts me. He's tall. He's so tall. Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. Oh, yeah. wow. And okay. Christopher Robbins is Winnie the Pooh's friend. Sure, sure. I mean- so maybe this is Christopher Robin's dad. Oh, Chuck Robbins. I think it's Christopher Robin, not Robbins. But I mean, uh, yeah, like, you're, who right, are we you're right. Who are we? But yeah, Tony Robbins, tall, motivational speaker. Ugh, yeah. Anyways, that's not this guy. This guy is just some random asshole named Chuck Robbins. And uh, he got a text from a neighbor being like, you got a bear in your yard. And he looked and that just bear was just snoozing on the front porch right outside the front door, which... I would take as a threat, but maybe Same. it's cute. I don't know. Same. I, you know, it's like, well, how am I going to, how am I going to get my Amazon packages today? Yeah. I got a bear on my front porch. It's. And what do you say? Shoe bear, go away. Go, go away, away, bear. Go away, bear. <laughs> like you say to coyotes in Burbank. <laughs> I saw one of those in the wild. I call, I was so excited. I called. Cassandra the other day I was in Burbank and I saw the go away coyote signs the official government signs for the city mm-hmm. of Burbank I saw they're it everywhere. in the wild and I was so excited but they're everywhere you know what I'm sick of the south oh wait shit now we're in Georgia oh we in it we in it today no sorry to the sorry to the northerners we ain't got no stories for you <laughs> do do trash your shit the south's got you beat from foxnews.com <laughs> the news comes from all over you know we're we're equal opportunist truly <laughs> georgia fugitive arrested after applying to sheriff's department most wanted facebook post he said how about me okay that so is that's crazy that is some shit how about me y'all ever thought about me y'all I mean, think about me we always say, because it's obvious, like a lot of people who commit crimes just want to get caught. And so it's almost like this guy committed some crimes and like is still just waiting to get called, like to get a shout out on Facebook. And he's finally like had enough. He was like, when am I going to make your most wanted list? Like, are you joking? And yeah. So how about me? about me i just that the 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 phrasing is so it's iconic how about me so the department replied to this facebook you know most wanted comment uh and they said you're right you have two warrants we're on the way and they reshared the screenshot uh and a photo saying we appreciate you for your assistance in your capture (laughs) i mean like i don't know goddamn facebook 
<laughs> I, yeah, like we, we really don't like the police on Facebook. Um, who like follows them? Like who's, who feels calm and like, oh, people okay. eat that shit up. They eat yeah, that shit like, up. Like, oh, well, thank God they caught that avocado bear. And now they got this guy. Thank God. Thank God. The police do it right. You know, like there are people God. that a hundred percent believe that. that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go across the pond. We finally have something to go across the pond for. Uh, this feels like an update. No, we've talked about this woman a couple times. I think this is a new one. What? I think this guys, is a new story. Stop. People knock it off with marrying ghosts. I'm almost positive that this is the same person because the, the subject matter feels familiar like it does i do know there are people that have married ghosts before but i think this is a new lady no no british singer who marries a victorian ghost who like and then he disappeared for a week after their wedding and she was like bummed i'm almost positive well i know we've covered something like this but i think this is a new lady okay well there's a singer named brocarde or brocard i don't know she's 38 and she married a ghost a victorian soldier but apparently he ruined their welsh honeymoon by drinking too much and trying to get frisky on the beach which what do you do on a honeymoon if not those things yeah well and she's also upset that he never picked up the tab because he obviously doesn't have a bank card <laughs> so like, okay <laughs> Oh, so she told the Daily Star, Eduardo thought he was being passionate and romantic by wrestling me to the ground to frolic in the sand. I was trying to share my ice cream with him, with him, and it went everywhere, all over my face and my hair. And of course, the sand stuck to it, so it looked like I had been in a fight with a giant seagull. This woman could be lying, and I would say that she is, but imagine she isn't. What would you do... If you saw someone like essentially like looking like Jim Carrey on the beach, like having a fight with nothing and getting ice cream all over their face. I probably wouldn't say, probably wouldn't say anything because I think her ghost boyfriend was going to kick my ass. Also ice cream on the beach. Are you kidding me? Sand and ice cream. No, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, so she said it. he was hitting the minibar a little too hard. Mm-hmm. And she said liquor bottles were always mysteriously left empty. Aside from the gin bottle, they were always left standing. He's obviously not partial to that spirit. He also uh, wanted her to order 12 bottles of the best champagne to the room. But, you know, he did that knowing that the bill would fall on her. like. Sorry, babes, you're married now. Like, you share. Don't marry a ghost if you want to live in a dual-income life, you know? that's That just is common sense. So she she showed the video of them doing their vows on Instagram. Her dress sounds like it was giving uh, Beetlejuice, you know, vibes. I mean, it was probably pretty cool, except for the fact that she was marrying a ghost oh i mean her headpiece is gorgeous like yeah it was it was a beautiful ornate headpiece very uh black gothic beautiful like i truly loved her wedding look but uh, yeah she did an interview um and apparently everyone at the interview was like dressed like a person from the adams family which is a weird detail like in the middle of the interview she like got kind of like perturbed and she was like he's here can you imagine being on that tv crew you just gotta do your job you're just a professional (laughs) like you have to assume if you're on the crew that's interviewing the woman who married a ghost that like she's probably gonna claim that the ghost is there but for some reason i would still get scared i'd be like oh my god i was hoping he wouldn't show up right right well she said that you know it's been difficult to it had been difficult to find a church that would marry them. I think it's a bit of an issue with religion and afterlife. Not all priests believe, she said. I love that she still wanted to get married in the church. She's like, well, I don't want to disappoint my parents. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he was apparently pissed off that um, that she was talking about him on TV. 
And then she got mad at him for making her look like an idiot on TV. So these men just don't care. Just don't care. Selfish, selfish, selfish. Erica, are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. It's uh, it's time for the dumpster fire of the week. Oh my god! Well, Cassandra, it's that time of year. Can you guess what the Oxford word of the year is? Let's see, 2022 endemic. <laughs> nope. According oh. to the BBC.com, it has been goblin mode. Right. Right. Goblin mode. Yeah. And that means what? <laughs> it's a slang term describing unapologetically self-indulgent, lazy, slovenly, or greedy behavior. Oh, I mean, I've definitely had like some goblin mode moments. I feel like I'm 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 being all goblin mode right now. Like Yeah. So here's interesting. There was I don't know I don't know much about the Oxford Oxford word of the year thing. Like I know it comes out, but I didn't know much about the process. Are they is this always something that people get to vote on? I guess so. I thought it was just picked by like a scholarly committee or you know what I mean? I thought it was just like the Oxford Grew, crew yeah. you know and they were like hmm, sitting around drinking tea and they're like field jackets and then said goblin mode Gov-no? yeah yeah hold on let me look up some past ones because they got they all had felt like very um you know they all feel very internet e lately so uh vax was in 2021 climate emergency in 2019 and selfie in 2013 yeah because so like vax and selfie which also vax who was calling it vax it was called the vaccine i don't know anybody who's like gonna get the vax but whatever um well like all those make sense i when i first had heard about this story i never have heard anyone say goblin mode so i was like my first reaction was, "Welp, it's happened. I have officially aged out of knowing <laughs> what any of the words are. Like goblin mode, of course, was going to be something that I wasn't going to find out about until like it was like too late. I never have heard that. But anyways, it was. I'm highly on poll. Twitter. I'm on Twitter, so like I knew goblin mode early you on. Did? Like I'm, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew. I knew. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So there was there was three options, and goblin mode won in a landslide. I think one of the other options was metaverse. I don't know what the third option was. Yeah, it was. It was won by ninety three percent of the vote. Um, 2018's word was toxic. 2016 was post-truth. 2017 was youthquake. The fuck's a youthquake? That's like, see, that sounds like it's made up by the Oxford people and not real. But goblin mode definitely feels like internet. We asked the internet to weigh in. Yeah. Which, like, you have to be careful with that because the internet's going to go with whatever like is the most trollish. But I am glad that Metaverse didn't win. I'm I'm sick of that guy. I'm ready for Facebook to go away. Yeah, damn. Let's do it. Take it down. But how will I find out what buys anchor? In which case, we love you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um. Yeah. (laughs) But how else would I find out? Like, what my you know high school best friend's aunt is doing? You know, on a daily basis. Like, you know, how else would I know that someone I went to high school with, who somehow already has four kids, also seems upset that they can't casually say the n-word yeah exactly yeah you know know? jk if you ever reach out to me on facebook i will not see it i i am not on that thing i have one i ought but nothing happens not not a not a whisper happens on that thing (laughs) oh this is the first time the word of the year has been chosen by the public okay yeah okay so normally it wasn't a a group by committee Okay. okay so this is the most Oxford, the president of Oxford languages name, Casper Grathwall. Like literally giving Harry Potter yeah. vibes. Yeah. Uh, he said that the people have embraced their inner goblin. 
<laughs> yeah, we were hoping that the public would enjoy being brought into the process, but this level of engagement with the campaign caught us totally by surprise. The strength of the response highlights how important our vocabulary is to understanding who we are and processing what's happening to the world around us. Yes, because in the in the year of 3022, they're going to look back and they're going to go, ah, yes, yeah. 2022, the year of goblin mode. <laughs> 2020 didn't have a word because they said how can you sum up 2020 in just one word I, yeah that's fair i guess yeah the yeah. second the runner-up was metaverse and then the the third choice was hashtag i stand with hashtag i stand with yeah i stand with so basically like i stand with uh, you know Meghan i can't Marvel. think of anything i stand, I stand with, with yeah yeah, like, you know, someone, but yeah. I stand with Erica Curry. Oh, I stand with Cassandra Cardenas. Thank you so much, babe. What are you hoarding? I got to know. Okay, so there's a dog. Okay, so I threw, I threw out Peacock last week, but they got me back. They got me of back. Of course, uh-huh. Always <laughs> do. There's a documentary called Dangerous Breed, Crime, Cons, and Cats. It's a documentary about Teddy Hart. And he was a, he is a wrestler. And this guy started doing a document. Like he was like, oh, I can turn this into a reality show. His life's so crazy, right? Mm -hmm. It's three episodes. And so Teddy Hart was like the youngest guy to ever um, be in the WWE and then be kicked out of the WWE. And it's uh, the filmmaker spent years documenting him. Like he's controversial. He's 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 a wrestler. He, he's uh, Brett the Hitman Hart's relative somehow. Sure. I can't remember the exact relation, but he breeds these Persian cats, like the big face cats and stuff. <laughs> and mm -hmm. and you're like, okay, so you see these women, and then it's like, all right, this is crazy. He lives a wild life, and he's just unpredictable and like. Nuts, but it's told through the, the lens of the guy documenting this whole footage. And he's like, I regret doing this. Like, I'm sorry I didn't catch on to that. Like, you know, he's dealing with the fact that he's witnessed this whole thing. But oh it, no, the, what's the it project? Called? It's called Dangerous Breed. Okay. But the project is thrown into chaos when Teddy is accused of wrongdoing and then his ex-girlfriend and protege disappears. And this documentarian has like footage of her. And, like, she's been missing since November 19th of 2016. He's not been charged with her disappearance, and it's become a cold case. And they're, they're like, what happened to this, like, vibrant young mother? It, it's, it's fucking nuts. Like, this guy is a maniac. Like, maniac. And he has, like, a wrestling school, but he's, like, it's, like, very, like, Mr. Miyagi, like, in the sense of, like, Oh, we don't learn about wrestling first. No, you got to like learn how to like take care of my cats and then we'll get to wrestling. Or, you know, it's like very like, what? Like, it's just, it's insane. Like watching him and uh, you, you, it, he's a maniac anyway. Wow. It, it's great. You just have to see him. Like Winston walked in for like, 37 seconds and he's like wait what the hell is this and i'm like trying to like like yeah it's like this it's like the, the, uh you, you, just, you just gotta watch it you just gotta watch it like uh, he's like who are they who are these women i'm like no you, i'm trying to explain but like you have to watch it and he's like why are there so many fucking cats in his house and i'm like babe i we gotta we gotta watch this together anyway All it's right, nuts. I gotta watch dangerous it. It breed on peacock about Teddy Hart, the wrestler, and the disappearance of this poor woman, Samantha Fielder. And yeah, anyway, what are you hoarding? I'm hoarding uh, down to the minute schedules. I, I mentioned it before. <laughs> I This got me excited, you know? This makes me want to do everything down to the minute. I'm not going to because people will not be my friend anymore. But man, I love a down to the minute schedule. Plain and simple. That's it. You know, I already yeah. talked about it. What are you throwing out? Have I, okay, have I already thrown away Amazon if I say yes. one box and less shipments, oh, don't send you, me one piece at a time. You've thrown out Amazon in general and how you don't want to use them and delivery and blah, blah, blah. But like, yeah, go no. off again. Well, I'm in it. I'm in it. So I will say one thing Amazon is doing cool is if you tell Alexa, hey, Alexa, thank my driver. 
whoever delivered your latest package will get a $5 bonus at no cost to you. Amazon will just give that driver five extra dollars. And the person that gets the three people that get the most thank me's, the three drivers will get $10,000 cash and $10,000 to donate to a charity of their choice. Wow. So yeah, just take it now. Hey, Alexa, thank my driver. See, your Alexa is going to hear me and do it. But I I unplug mine, but yes, the listener for sure. The listeners. Yeah. But I will say the only thing that bugs me, I'm throwing it out. Amazon, if I say one box, less shipments, please do not send me one piece at a time. I have chosen that for a reason. I want one box, not 18 boxes. I don't order 18 things at a time. I'm just saying it's just annoying. It's annoying. And I wish they would stop doing it. I was like, I've chosen this delivery method for a reason so you have less deliveries one but i'll wait for my shit if you just put it in one box i just i hate that anyway throwing it out throwing it out all right yeah but alexa thank my driver pretty cool promotion anyway what are you throwing away well like i said it's been wedding central here and we had to make our invites and i'm not trying to shoot on anybody if you if you chose these invites like more power to you but I do think that the like weird wedding cursive is a little bit out of control now. Oh, like, yeah, it's illegible. Like there's pretty cursive, you know, and, and if you're if you're into the cursive, then that's very cool. And then there's like this weird cursive where it's like, <laughs> literally, what does that say? So we're looking <laughs> yeah. at the invites and I'm like, well, we certainly can't tell them this because it looks like (laughs) someone was trying to write cursive on a turbulent plane. Like, (laughs) yeah, you can't fucking read this. I think it's gone too far. I almost feel like it's AI generated at this point (laughs) because I don't don't see how any person could have come up with this. It's on Zola specifically Mm. where I'm seeing it the most, but like, so we were, you know, gassing each other up like last night, <laughs> just trying to read these things, like just laughing. But it's like, <laughs> it's crazy. I don't know. It's all. I just, I, yeah. you, you know, I think that we're trying, we're getting duped right now. Like Zola's yeah. really trying. I think it's a social experiment of like, oh, no, we can't <laughs> possibly put that cursive out. Trust me, Carol, put this cursive out. I bet it'll be popular. Like, why else would yeah. they have it on like <laughs> 60% of their invites? It's just like, please join us for the wedding of. I, uh, I was at a wedding this summer uh-huh. and a recent, I was at a wedding recently and I literally had to ask the person next to me and I was like, what does that? Set. It was like, you know, to part of their display and decoration. I, I couldn't, it was that in it was in that weird wedding cursive. And I was like, I what does that say? And they're like, oh, it's this quote from let's say the Bible or something. I was like, oh, okay, now I see it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. I could not tell what it said. Could not tell. It was wild. <laughs> yeah, I I like it just like is that is that where the bathroom is? Is this where we put our <laughs> gifts? Like am I praying? What's happening? Yeah, yeah. It's just and, and it's not every line. It's like welcome to the wedding of blah, 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 on uh you know March twelfth, twenty twenty-three at they're they're messing with us. It looks like shit. Yeah. Anyways, whatever. I mean, to each their own. Like if you got if you got your invites in this cursive, like more power to you. Maybe your name just looks more coherent. <laughs> than the ones I was seeing, but I can't repeat some of the things because some of them look like bad words mm-hmm. that you don't say. <laughs> but I was like, at least the engineers at Zola could like not, I don't know, whatever, it doesn't matter. Where can the people find you? They can find me at Iconic Erica Curry on Instagram and at Iconic Erica Curry on TikTok. And you can find me as always, on the Trashy Trashy Podcast. Where can they find you? At Cass Cardenas on Instagram. Uh, you're welcome to look for me at Twitter. I don't tweet. Um, I'm surprised that Twitter even exists still. And yeah. Trashy Trashy Podcast.nerdless.com. 
Yes, that's that's where I would like you to find me. Um, and by find me, I mean find uh, our wonderful merch. And thank you so much to people who have already bought merch. That yeah, is so cool. Please keep sending um, your pictures in it. It's uh, it's really exciting and it means a lot to us. Absolutely. You can find us at Trashy Trashy Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And you can find our website at TrashyTrashyPodcast.com that has a merch tab as well that'll take you to the merch store directly. You can always send us stories at TrashyTrashyPodcast at gmail.com or submit through the website itself and we get those emails. We love it when you send in stories. It means so much. We also love it if you would tell this holiday season for our gift, tell one friend about this podcast. Yeah, tell tell a friend. That would be really cool of you. Tell your uncle who's like cool. Yeah, yeah. Or I don't know, like, but maybe like, yeah, tell your aunt who like is in kind of like a weird marriage who like maybe would want to laugh. And Mrs. Ricky Lake on TV, you know, or or Donahue. We'll fill that Donahue vibe void for her. Tell your like cool grandma who like is still seems like to be pretty with it you know, and it's kind of cynical and it's just like, yeah, all my friends are dead. Like whatever, like, you know, like, like that grandma, show her how to use podcasts and, and recommend us to her, you know, like maybe she'll like it. Yeah. I'm all, I'm all about it. I'm all about it. Yeah. All right, Cass. Well, as we say, always don't, you've been dying to, you keep trying to make that happen. I'm not letting you do it. (laughs) stop trying to make as we always end stop trying to make that happen (laughs) (laughs) all right hey Cass what's going on girl stay garbage you stay garbage girl I love ya I will bye bye love ya (laughs) 